Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined today by my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Hello, Dr. Fox. Hey, hey. How we doing So, Dr. Today? Fox, you're the keeper of all the emails. I'm great. You're the keeper yeah. of all the emails. And I know you told me the other day that we've been getting a flood of them lately. And a oh, lot of my, them are related yeah. to what's going on with the economy and things, which I get. So, mm-hmm. what... Uh, what what are you what are you picking for us today? Well, here's one that stood out when we were talking about the economy. You know, we've gotten a lot about what do I do about inflation and all that stuff. But here was one that really stood out. It was somebody that says, My practice has already struggled. And I'm concerned about the future. I really work hard on keeping my overhead as low as possible. And I actually emailed this individual back and we're going to keep him completely anonymous because that's kind of the way they wanted it. I mean, I get it. I mean, sometimes we don't want to, we don't want to expose our inadequacies. We've all had them. I've had them. You've had them. But this person said, I'd really like to remain anonymous, but we went back through and kind of looked and basically what we saw and you and I've seen the syndrome before it's the, I'm going to, I'm going to control my overhead with such an iron grip or a gorilla grip that it actually stifles my practice. <laughs> and that's what we ended up seeing. So, so this was, this was a, a doc that had tried to do a good job, was really trying to focus on making sure that the overhead didn't get out of control. But as a result had almost shut down. I mean, I mean, basically from a metabolic standpoint, we were metabolically stagnant in this practice. There was nothing going on. There was no advertising going on. There was, there was, there was no attempt to solicit any new patients. There was no attempt to, uh, to do anything inside of the practice to maybe improve the environment or the, the overall experience of the patient we'd gotten to the point of where we'd nailed it down to where we were only going to use number two pencils from Walmart because we could buy a pack of 10 of those and they were only five cents a piece instead of six cents a piece at, at, at office max. I mean, we were nailing it down that tight. There were cost comparisons made and there were decisions made to literally go as dirt cheap. Now I've talked about running a cheap cash practice, right? That's not to be confused with being on lockdown. And that's literally what we saw. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about uh, what those types of things do to our practice. And then we might throw in just a a couple of minutes at the very end about when you go what I call buck wild and go the opposite direction. (laughs) That's not so great either. But let's talk because we often talk about don't go out and buy that new shiny thing that costs $100,000. We'll talk about this at the very end, but we don't talk often enough about how much of our revenue do we need to use to actually stimulate our practice, whether that be from internal or external, how, you know, what do we need to do and how do we stifle our practice by trying to almost over budget or over control? Yeah. And we're seeing that a lot right now. And we call it OHF office or sorry, overhead focus syndrome. Mm-hmm. And you get so focused on your overhead, like you were just saying, Troy, that you 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 forget about the revenue side. It's the yeah. revenue side of your practice that 
you that's what you have to drive now mm-hmm. don't get me wrong you have to keep an eye on your overhead you sure. have to make cuts where you should and you know we've talked about that on other podcasts but um no matter what's happening in the economy you always have to be reinvesting in your practice part of that reinvestment for example is is uh, your advertising budget Mm-hmm. We we typically recommend that you should be spending probably about one and a half percent to maybe four or five percent at the most on advertising. It, it, that might be a little bit higher in a niche type practice, but that's kind of our general rule of thumb: about one and a half percent to about four percent. Um, you should also be saving about fifteen percent of your cash flow um, revenue each month um, for those rainy days. We're kind of in a rainy day syndrome right now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> You know, so aside from those couple of things, we've really got to focus on the revenue side. And I think this OHF, we're starting to see it more because the economy is tightening up a little bit. Things are more expensive, blah, blah, blah. We all know that story. And I think there's just a natural tendency to want to draw in. But this, this is the time when real entrepreneurs stick their head up out of the rabbit hole and they're looking for the opportunities. This is when you want to drive the ship straight right. into the wind. This is when you really want to go after the marketplace in your community. Because think about it. If the other doctors are backing off, your message is going to be more heard right now. And so it's going to be those that who those practices that really drive the revenue side through new patient acquisition, retention strategies, uh, reactivation strategies, those kinds of things. Those are the ones that are going to win through this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you're too focused on the overhead, it takes your focus away from, because remember, we can only focus on so much. You don't right. want to take your focus away from those activities that drive the revenue side of your practice. And remember, mm-hmm. simple formula, revenue has to be greater than expenses. Otherwise, we're losing the game. So we've got to really keep driving that revenue. And I'm telling you, even though the economy is tough right now, there are great opportunities for chiropractors out there to be able to drive the revenue side of their practice. I would absolutely agree with that. And and I think, you know, we look back and, and, you know, we were talking to docs from an expense standpoint, you know, we, we always have those talks throughout the year with our, our docs that are in cats about budgeting. We talk about price setting. We talk about uh, maybe areas of revenue that we can look into for this next year. So we kind of stimulate those conversations, mm-hmm. but I thought that, you know, the other interesting thing that came to mind when you were talking just a second ago is we actually, talk about stocking up on products for our offices while prices are low, you know, if you've got the revenue. So everywhere you can save a dime or two, that's great. We're all about that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to the simple fact that you budget yourself into oblivion and you go, well, I can't afford to advertise. It's not my, it's not in my budget, but you know, let's do the, the quick math here. Um, So, if I've got $10,000 in revenue that's coming in a month, what's my advertising budget? If we, if we want to go, let's say we want to go 3% of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got $300 a month for our advertising budget. Mm-hmm. Now are the things that I can do for free? Can I mm-hmm. attend a, can I attend a Kiwanis meeting and that's part of my advertising, but it's free. Yep. Absolutely. So you can also look at things that you can do from a budgeting standpoint, 
point that don't cost you any money. Don't just say, well, I don't have an advertising budget right now because we're a little tight. So I'm just not going to do anything. Be involved. I don't care if it's your church, a civic group, or if you're involved with your chamber, your your downtown <laughs> Main Street organization, be involved with whatever you can. You know, Absolutely. I don't go. And here's the thing. Don't go to these things looking to market or corner somebody. I see this happen sometimes. And it's it's. Uh, I call it a novice move. You go to the you go to the chamber meeting and somebody asks you about chiropractic and you just talk their leg off because you think because they mentioned it, they want to be your next new patient. And maybe they do, mm-hmm. but don't talk yourself out of the sale. Here's how I approach these things. I approach every one of these things that I go to as exposure. It's exposure. Now they always say good or bad exposures, uh, uh, you know, a positive <clears throat> thing. Good exposure goes a lot farther than bad exposure so far as people coming into your practice. But I think going to these kind of things and then becoming involved. The other thing that I see is people go to them and then they go, oh, I'm a busy doctor. I don't have time to be on the board of this or I don't, you know. I think you you really need to look at being involved in your community as well. So there there's something free that you can do that doesn't crash your practice and doesn't stagnate it. Right. I think- I think that there are free items out there, but I think you still at that point need to entertain the thought of a, of a marketing budget. You know, absolutely. And I think you bring up a great point. You you don't have to always spend money on marketing. You know, I can, Mm -hmm. I can tell you, you know, every week went to church and, you know, I would, I would make it kind of known. People just knew that I was always open to somebody coming up and talking to me about health. Hey, doc, I've been having these headaches. Mm-hmm. You think about headaches? Can you do anything for headaches? You know, just just be the free repository of information for people. That's what people want. And then I'd hand them my card and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. If you feel like I can help you or you want to find out more what, about what we do, give us a call. It's It's totally soft. It's simple to do. You're just having a conversation with people. And I got so well-known in the church community that I had pastors calling me up, inviting me to come speak to their congregations about mm-hmm. health. You know, so you, you, you get involved in church, you get involved in civic activities like Kiwanis Club and uh, Optimus Club, those kind of things. They're always looking for new members. Um, you know, put, put out... Um, you know, something about you being a speaker at some of those kind of events. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go in and and give a 10 cent show on chiropractic. Talk about Mm -hmm. general health. Just just be the information repository, like I said, about health. Get yourself invited to serve on a board. Honestly, it really doesn't. It's not that time consuming. Coach a little bit. You said something really important there that I want to stop and and touch with (laughs) real quick. Yeah. It, it was really, and it's a thing that we naturally, those of us that are, are, are really good at what I'll say, uh, encouraging people do. And this is, this is a key point that, that, that if you're not doing it, you need to be doing it. If you're doing it, keep work on getting better at it. It's putting the, it's putting the person that's in front of you first. That's Instead of me selling my practice, words, oh, hey, I'm a chiropractor. Here's my card. Nope. You know, I fix headaches, low back pain, neck pain, allergies, toe pain, carpal tunnel, and I just keep going on. Give me a call on Monday. People go, whatever. What a, you know, and they throw that card away. 
Now, here's here's the point. I want to hear what that person says. That person walks up to me. If they approach me and ask me a question, it took courage for them to do that. In a lot of cases, it took courage. I don't know this guy, but I really want to ask him a question about my health. Doc, I've talked to a couple other people. They say, maybe you can help me with my neck pain. Yeah, tell me about it. It's just a simple consult. Tell me about what's going on. Well, yeah, so here are some options. You can go home. You know, the first thing I'd probably be doing is, you know, in this case, I'm going to say it was. it's a situation where maybe they tweaked it and they need to put a little ice on it. It's inflamed. Do you mind if I touch your neck right there where you're Oh yeah, that's really warm right there. Yeah, probably wouldn't be a bad idea to put some ice on that. A little free advice is not ever bad. Uh, from that standpoint, you're not diagnosing and treating. You're just telling them, hey, maybe you should put some ice on that at home. It, it feels a little warm to the touch. Yeah, or you know, just oh, ask, you, have you, you tried ice? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't turn your head that. Oh, okay. You know, in a lot of cases, chiropractic can help with that range of motion. It does look like there's definitely an imbalance there. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You can do a couple home things. Here's a couple things, you know, some stretches you can do. Maybe you should try <laughs> some ice at home. If that doesn't work, definitely chiropractic is, is very effective with this type of condition. I'm going to give you my card. You can call me at any time. I'm even going to write my, you know, and if you're comfortable with this, I always am. I'm going to write my cell number on the back of here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to just reach out to me personally and you have any more questions before we schedule something or just in general, you go, if I do this, would this be a good thing? Hey, feel free. Just let me know if you text me, though, put your name in the text line, because I get people that text me and sometimes I'm like, uh, who is this? I don't know who this is. I have no idea. And I don't want to be embarrassed to have to ask you who this is. So if you would, please, just in the in the line when you put it in there. Hey, doc, this is blah, blah, blah. Remember, we talked about my neck pain the other day. Kind of give me a reminder. And then I should remember from there. Hey, what you know, and then ask me a question. So I think at that point. What you look like and who you are are exactly congruent. I'm here to help because that's why I really got into chiropractic. Right. I'm not here for the money. When you're out in the community, who are you with when you're out in the community? You're with all the people in your town who have spines, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Now, not every one of those is going to be a patient of yours. So I, I I don't believe in the idea that everybody with a spine is your target market, but- your target market's mixed in there somewhere. Yeah. So what I would always do is just watch for those opportunities. For example, you're in the checkout line at the grocery store and you notice the cashier as she's lifting heavy bags uh, up on the, up on the uh, area where they get put into the cart and she you know, gives the, the low back sign that you know, her low back's hurt. Yeah. I just hand her my card and say, hey, I might be able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. Just if you call my office, tell them we talked at the grocery store. And if that's uncomfortable for you to do that, then you need to go back to our last <clears throat> podcast and you need to embrace the suck. In other words, <laughs> don't be, don't be afraid. What's that person going to do to you? If you give no, them a business card, <laughs> if, if you give them a business card, are they going to are they going to flip that business card back at you like a ninja throwing star and take your eye out? No, not likely. Are they going to come over the counter and tackle you? No, not likely. What are my options? At that point, I got the pushback option. Oh, yeah, no thanks. I have been working with my medical doctor on this or 
or I don't use chiropractors or whatever their excuse may be. That's, that's option one. Option two is, oh, hey, I've been thinking about going to a chiropractor, but I didn't really know anybody here in town. Thank you so much for giving me that card. Yeah. And then the you worst, go, oh, well, that was so scary. The worst comment I ever got doing that was, I'm already seeing somebody for this. Great. I'm glad you are. Great. Hang I'm on glad. to my card if I can ever Absolutely. help in the future. You know, th- there's nothing yep. to it. And people just inherently appreciate it. It's really kind of a gesture of yeah. gratitude to do that. Oh my yeah, gosh, somebody you, noticed that I, I was in pain. If you do it out of compassion and not from exactly. a, a uh, polyester suit sales technique, not, if you're not yeah. doing the used Don't car salesman thing, you just, you know, I had, uh, and I'll give another example that I had a student and I'm very careful about when I step into other people's personal spaces or their healthcare. I had a student that was playing tennis and my, my son's a high school tennis player getting ready to go to college. I'm, you know, I'm going to toot his horn. I'm, I'm very proud <laughs> of him. He's going to be a college tennis player. He's already signed and I'm excited about that, but we were at a high school meet and I saw a mom. She was a single mom. She was there with her son and she was sitting by us and she was talking to another lady about her son and how bad his low back hurt by the end of every match. Well, lo and behold, I'm a chiropractor. So what am I looking at? I'm looking at biomechanics. I'd already seen the kid and already noticed that he walked and his, his arches were just gone. He was just rolled in, you know, (laughs) he, he was rolled medial, his arches are gone. And so, you know, it was interesting. I don't have a dime to get out of this deal. This mom lives in another town. What I did say, it might be beneficial for you to find a chiropractor in the town that you live in. But if you, but, so I started the conversation, Hey, I hope you don't mind. If you do, I, I don't need to give unsolicited advice, but I'm a chiropractor. And you were talking about your son's low back pain. And I saw something that might be of interest. And she said, no, I would love to talk to you about it. I've talked to dozens of people and nobody seems to be able to figure out why this is going on. So I made a recommendation that she get some orthotics and try that with your son and see if that makes his back pain better. In the meantime, I would recommend that you probably see a chiropractor in your area as well. It might make sense to go in there and get some mobility in that lower lumbar spine as well. I said, but I haven't done an exam on him. So I don't know all the, you know, all the aspects of that, but I would say that would be probably an important thing to do. And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. So I find out because, you know, our wives know more than we do most of the time as men. Um, My wife was in contact with her a couple of months later and went, and this lady says, oh my gosh, thank your husband so much. I can't believe he took the time. And and, And she said, you know, I'd like to pay him something. And my wife says, no, he does that kind of stuff for free. He's that kind of guy. If he's out in the public and he sees that he can help someone real quick, he's he's going to step up and do it. And she says, yeah, he came up, told me exactly what he thought that, that I needed to do. He wasn't pushy at all. That was the key. I wasn't pushy, but I also didn't have any skin in the game because I was going to send her to go get some orthotics and send her to a chiropractor in another town. Now, if you treated your own practice the same way, you're drawing them like flies to honey because people realize that it's your compassion that they're attracted to, right. not your polyester suit used car salesman pitch. And so we just gave you probably one of the biggest gems of attracting new patients to your practice that doesn't mm-hmm. cost you anything. So if you've yeah. got this overhead focus syndrome, yeah, 
you know, analyze your, your overhead, but put yourself in a position of success to turn the ship straight into the wind right now is all about getting involved in your community and, right. and putting the pedal to the metal in times of, of economic distress on yeah. bringing new patients in the door. And trust me, as chiropractors, we can de-stress a lot of people and that's what everybody needs yeah. right now. But oh, yeah. The flip side is don't get caught up by the shiny thing syndrome either. Bringing in a bunch of new equipment and spending a lot of money on new profit centers is probably not the thing to do right now, but go check yourself out in the community and see what happens. Go fishing, but don't go fishing for great white sharks. In other words, fish for crappie. If we want to do something that costs a little bit of money, let's make a small investment Maybe we need to replace a piece of equipment and we could buy one used just like the one we have, or we could spend an extra couple hundred dollars and get, get one that's maybe a little bit nicer, has another function or two that we've really been wanting for a long time that we believe will help our our patients. That's the kind of fishing I like to do. The type of fishing I don't want to do right now is buying a $100,000 piece of equipment, hoping I'm going to get a return on investment in short order. In times of turmoil, that's not the type of thing that we recommend you do. Could it be successful? It could be. It could you be. Don't, you don't need a brand new center bridge Sea Ray just to go fishing. You are correct about that. You can fish from the shore if you need to. Exactly. So, exactly. All right, everybody, this this was a good conversation. So don't have overhead focus syndrome. Don't have shiny thing syndrome. Find the middle, find the sweet spot, put yourself out in the community. There's all kinds of great things that you can do to generate new patients, to grow your practice, to create reactivation programs and retention programs. They don't cost you a dime. So get out there and do it. Yeah. So let's, let's do this real quick. So if you're still a jacked up mess, yeah, we use a lot of technical terms on this show. If you're, if you're still a jacked up mess in your practice and you're thinking, I'd like to talk to these guys a little bit more. It seems like maybe they might have an idea or two that might be helpful for me. You can actually go to catsconsultant.com and you can get on. It's in the upper right-hand corner. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You can get Click on, on schedule a consult. Yeah. You can get on Dr. Perusha's schedule a consult and you may get me, you may get him. It just depends on who's available at the time for a, basically a a run through of your practice. We want to find out everything about your practice. What's going on? What are your big concerns? We try to (laughs) maybe see a few weaknesses that you might have in your practice at that point and kind of talk a little bit about what we're seeing with you. And do a little, what I call a diagnosis. Like when you take your car in and they plug the, in the, in the OBD port, I think I'm saying that right. They plug in that piece of equipment to determine, you know, what's going on. We might be able to find a couple of things that could be, could be improved or corrected, or we may just say, you know, what you really need is this shiny new set of wheels on that practice. You know, you need this or that. Sometimes we're able to help you, you know, from that standpoint, but that's what we have you do. So if you're interested Go to catsconsultants.com, sign up, push that button on the right-hand side, schedule when it fits your time schedule. Yep. And then we're, we're going to meet that. We'd love to talk with you a little bit about what's going on in your practice and what we can do to help you. Yep. And if you want to submit a question for us to banner around on the podcast, send it to Troy at catsconsultants.com and we'll see what we can do about putting it on the air. All right, everybody. Make it a great day. Troy, good to see you. From all of us here at Cats Consultants, thanks for listening to the KC Chiropults podcast. 
helping doctors keep their pulse on success. Check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at CATS, we'll see you next time. See ya.